Welcome to the About 30 Podcast, where we'll be going over hot topics and coming up with mature solutions to everything from dating to taking care of your home. Whether you're about 30, about 40, or about 50, it's about time to elevate. I'm Jay King. And I'm Nettie. And this is the About 30 Podcast. Alright guys, so we have a um, we have a really interesting show today, uh, as always. Um, give y'all a little bit about how we how we're gonna do this. This is actually our inaugural podcast. So inaugural. Um, you know, we had to keep it presidential. <laughs> Black excellence. So our next our, our first um segment is what's new with you. Um so Nettie, let me ask you, what's new with you? What you got going on? I am trying a new meal delivery service. Okay. You know, trying to get over my addiction to Uber Eats and DoorDash. Oh, man. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, not good. I won't say it's not good because it doesn't taste good. It's mm-hmm. just not good because the food came late. So, it's kind of like, all right, is all this food going to go bad? What's the name of it? Like, it's 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 an alternative to Uber Eats and DoorDash? Is it cheaper? It's like they deliver pre-made meals oh meal okay you did say meal prep yeah it's like snap kitchen so the meals already made Mm -hmm. you just warm it up in the microwave Mm. so like the meals are decent it's just that it came a day late so the food quality is just like something you gotta watch but i got a full refund okay because you know they said they couldn't guarantee freshness (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like uh uh-uh. uh yeah. <laughs> y'all have to give me the money but we're gonna try it again next week to see if they can do what they're supposed okay. to do and get the food on time so what's new with you oh man a lot of stuff is new with me um i've been making these smoothies in the morning um you ever heard of uh irish sea moss yes i have okay, okay. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm new to the sea moss thing. I've probably been doing that for the last month, um, but I do a sea moss smoothie every morning. So I do like pineapples, uh, strawberries, blueberries, half a banana, some lemon, some ginger, almond milk, um, scoop of protein in that thing, and some sea moss. And um, man, it's it's uh it's been doing okay. I lost like ten pounds. So we doing what? all right. Yeah. Man, dudes be lo- losing weight fast. And <laughs> I just don't understand. But yeah. do you use the CMOS gel or like the CMOS? CMOS. Yeah. So I actually, I get the CMOS in, in the natural form and you put it in a blender uh, with some water and then it turns into that gel and then you put it in a mason jar and then, you know, serve it a tablespoon at a time. Gotcha. See, I just buy the sea moss gel already made. <laughs> right. Because I'm not finished to do all that. Right. But um, more power to you. You got it fresh. Yeah. And, you know, working from home. See, I've, I've been, you know, a lot of people are, are quarantined. A lot of people are working from home. And uh, in Atlanta, you know, a lot of like half of us have started going back to work. But me, I've been I've been working from home since March. So. With the extra time on my hands, I started doing stuff around the house, and that that was one of them. Where it's like, you know, I started buying fresh fruits and putting and cutting them up, putting them in the freezer for the smoothies. I started buying the the actual sea moss, 
and it became a thing. Like I'm a month in, it started becoming my routine. So I'm I'm in there now. Okay, I need to be like you. I'll have a smoothie probably like three or four times out the week. But then you know how I had a problem with Uber Eats. Uber Eats kicked in, and you know just kicked them smoothies to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> did you speaking of Uber Eats? Did you know that? People are starting businesses, like food businesses, from their homes, and they're contracted on Uber Eats. I peeped that. You can tell by the pictures, because their pictures look like trash sometimes. (laughs) So, look, I got caught up one day, right? So, mind you, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and, you know, this whole COVID-19 thing is going on. People are making food out of their houses. We don't know what kind of sanitation they got going on. But anyway... I got caught slipping. Me and my lady was like, yo, we need to get something to eat. I'm like, yo, I'm in the mood for some burgers. So she's like, all right, let me find a little spot. So she found a little spot. I'm like, yeah, just order whatever. I just want a burger with, with XYZ on it. So she orders it. It comes to the house. The burger is like, you know those frozen patties? You get like 20 of them in like a plastic roll at, at, at Walmart or something? Yeah. That was the kind of burger that it was on a regular bun with some... <laughs> With some regular frozen fries that they flash fry, like it was, <laughs> like we could have made that in our kitchen. I was like, "Yo, this did somebody make this at home?" She was like, "Yo, I think so." So they wasn't even the bubble burgers. I don't even think it was the bubble burgers. Like you can still see, <laughs> you can still see like the little pattern, like the little, you know, the little pattern that they be having on the burger. Kind of like a hexagon. Or like something? a yeah, you can oh, still hell. see a hexagon. On it. <laughs> No. Yeah. I, I mean, I was hungry, so I ate it. I'm not even going to lie. And I, I smashed it, too. I I ate everything. But, um, but was it good? It wasn't even that good, man. Like, my burgers that I make at home better than that. Mm, I think it needs to come with a warning, like, hey, this is a kind of, like, side <laughs> job. So, like... Like, you know we in the kitchen with it, right? Like, we around <laughs> the corner, right? <laughs> I don't For know. Like, yeah, but, I mean... On one hand, it's like, yo, shout out to the ingenuity, you know, because this could have been somebody that that lost their job or was furloughed or whatever, and they're trying to make ends meet or trying to make some extra cash or whatever. So shout out to them for getting their boots off the ground and, and you know, getting it going. But um, Very true. I'm not going to shout them out because I'm not going to do no, I don't want to do any bad press, but uh, I would not recommend that spot. And if y'all, <laughs> y'all Uber Eason and, and all that, be beware. Of uh, where you order from. Check out the reviews and, and the Please. pictures and all that first. Please check out the reviews. Because you know, one thing I think about is like, you know how you go to some people's houses and everybody does this stuff differently, you know? Like, you know, some people wash their chicken in the sink and some people wash their chicken in a bowl. Some people don't wash their chicken at all, you know? These are little things that you don't know when you're when you're going places. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and when someone runs a restaurant out of their home, you know, that's what you're at the mercy of. So, uh, yeah, buyers beware. Uh, be on the lookout for that. I try to stay away from Uber Eats and stuff as much as I can just because I'm trying to be frugal and trying to come out of this thing, this pandemic, with a with a, with a a nice little nest egg. But we're going to see how that goes. Ooh, I need help. But, yeah, I'm, I need to put myself on an Uber Eats hiatus. 
Okay. And DoorDash hiatus because, like, in a pinch, just order that little food. You don't got to do nothing. But that's just being, for me, that's just being lazy. So I need to stop that. <laughs> I got food at the house, so need not be pressing them buttons on Uber Eats and DoorDash. Nah, for real. And then the delivery fee on top of it, like, you order... Eight dollar uh, meal, and you end up spending sixteen by the time it's all said and done. Why? <laughs> you be crying when you see all the right. Uber Eats charges. Like, oh, Man. you should have got your behind up for real. But it's all good. So good. So that's what's new with you. Um, let's talk about what you saw in the news or or in social media. There's a lot going on right now. Kanye. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> talk about Ka- it. What is Kanye's problem with the ancestors? Ooh. He said slavery was a choice. Okay. Now he throwing dirt on Harriet Dave. Okay. So that's like, an interesting perspective. Why is he so inclined to kind of I don't know disregard the contributions of our ancestors who went through a lot and did a lot for the country? Why is that? You know what? As I'm saying this out loud, none of it. I I don't. I can't make sense of it, Nettie. To be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to play devil's advocate and kind of like get in there a little bit, but I I don't know, man. I don't know what his uh I don't know what his problem is with uh, ancestors. But what I what I do think is that I don't think that he's all the way mentally well. Um, seriously. Like, I think we all suffer from, you know, whatever traumas or experiences, you know, we're all products of our environment. And, um, you know, with that fame, with his mom dying, uh, with him being plugged into one of the most famous and, dare I say, influential families with the Kardashians and, ha- you know, how, they, how they're in the media all the time, all of that spotlight and attention, that'll Definitely do a lot. influential. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do a lot to a person's mental state, especially if you if you weren't on strong footing already. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think he's in a mental space to seriously be uh, running for president or or anything like that. But I do think he's he's a brilliant mind. I just think that um, that brother needs a little help. Like he needs somebody to to love on him, man. Talk to him a little bit. Well, you would think that with him being married, well, him having a whole wife yeah, and the kids and the Kardashians essentially should be his support system. So, like, it needs to be noted that you can't help nobody who don't want to be helped. Mm. So, it they definitely don't have control over him. But I know, you know, some families are good at, like, helping people in a more quiet manner. And, you know, it doesn't have, like, that's not the only way to help someone. But he's saying stuff that is kind of dangerous. That's true. For his platform, it's just dangerous. And I would think maybe they could do something to help soften that blow. But also, he just exhibits, and has always kind of exhibited narcissistic behavior. So, like, he's Mm. probably always going to be all out with it. But with him seeming to have some kind of manic episode on twitter last night um him going after kim and chris is it trouble in his marriage as well because i don't know if you saw his tweets nah i i so i don't have twitter but i haven't seen the tweets though what what was he talking about he i guess one of my friends texted me last night she was like uh look at kanye twitter and i was like oh lord (laughs) 
So I looked on the Twitter, like he tweeted random stuff like Get Out was about me and oh. I guess he was saying something about how he didn't want Kim to do Playboy, how he don't want his kids or North or his daughter to be in Playboy, how he didn't want Kim to sell her sex tape, all of that stuff. He Oh, and he also like screenshotted a text he sent to Chris and Kim, or maybe it was just Chris, about calling me or whatever. And then he was saying he didn't want Chris around his kids and how he mm. wanted his kids in Wyoming with him. His family should be with him. And then he called Kim out, was like, Kim tried to come here so she could lock him up or something. And I was like, oh, so sh- they was trying to get him help. Mm. And he just tell it. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, for you to be all out with it, why? Well, you know, when 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 people aren't well mentally, it's a I, I feel like it's a tough spot because on one hand, you know, Kanye's out, he's a public figure. So everything that he says is available pretty much for everybody to see, number one. And number two, he's exhibiting behaviors where it, it's clear that he's not mentally well. And so with that being said, it's like, you know, he's got, like you said, he's got this big platform. He's not mentally well. He's saying all of these things. I don't even think he has his bearings straight as far as like, you know, which direction he's trying to go with the things that he's saying. I think he's he's speaking on impulse about how he feels right now. But, you know, everything might might not be all together up top. So it comes out, you know, kind of kind of sideways. And then we get the the meltdowns and the outbursts and the Kim is coming to lock me up and all that, you know, because that's his perspective. And um, I think that all of this is just tell, painting a story that, you know, the brother's not well right now. Like, he, he does need some help, you know? Yo, that actually reminds me of the grown tip of the week. Um, and I think, now, now, there's two different sides to this because there's some people that overuse it, some people that don't use it enough. But the grown tip of the week for me is make sure you use your vacation and your sick time if you have it. Because there's so many young folks that, you know, I don't know what the mindset is, but it's like, yo, go to work. And, and, you know, you might have two weeks vacation and like 10, 20, however many sick days. And it's like, yo, use that. (laughs) It's yours. You deserve it. Take time off. If you like you said, if you sick, stay home, you know. Like you, right. you caught the sniffles, take three days and get better. It's gonna be alright. Work is gonna be there when you get back. Now, some people have jobs where they can't they can't do that, and that's that's understandable. But if you got some flexibility, you know, gonna take your time. Please like use your sick time. Make sure you use all of that and make sure you every time you go to the doctor, have a appointment, dentist, use sick time. Yep. Speaking of doctors and dentists and stuff, uh, I want to kind of touch on like going to the dentist because there's a lot of, I've noticed that a lot of people that I've interacted with have uh, anxieties around going to the dentist, whether it be like they feel like it might be painful or they're scared of the needles and stuff like that. Um, but you know, we about 30, so so we can, we can talk about this from about 30 perspective and I think... Um, <laughs> You know, there's there's dentist office out there that that have like local anesthesias that like alternatives to needles. Um, sometimes you can get 
put to sleep for certain procedures. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, look into that because cause cheaper might not always be better, you know, based on your situation. Uh, but, yeah, that's just something I wanted to touch on because, um, you know, I've I've gone to the the franchise dental places, the, the great expressions of the world. Oh, I hate great <laughs> expressions. Oh, yeah. my God. I haven't run into a single person that just likes going to a place like that. Um, maybe it was just that one I, I, I think all the dentists I've been to after going to a couple of those have been better mm. but they just mess me up mm. I think uh, I suffer from dental anxiety yeah. I do not like the dentist at all but um, I went to one dentist and he was like alright we have laughing gas. We can do that. And I was like, oh, cool. I want laughing gas. And I was like, can I also, which <laughs> all dentists don't have laughing gas. So right. you can do this in addition to laughing gas or you can do this separate from laughing gas. But bring your phone, bring your headphones and listen to some music mm. and, you know, play it out loud. Most dentists should let you play music. And that music really helps get your mind off just in case there's some drilling or some scraping Mm. that are really uncomfortable. That TV, there's TVs there and that can take your your eye visually away from that person who just got their whole hand in your mouth. (laughs) But a lot of times I can't hear the TV. The music, listen to music or listen to a podcast, take your mind off of it. Yo, so two things with that. One, I'm I'm the type of person where even if I'm scared, like I'm super scared of needles. It doesn't matter if I'm getting my blood drawn or if I'm getting like some Novocaine injections for a dental procedure. I'm really just scared of needles. And half the time they don't even hurt that bad. But for me, I have to see what's happening, even if I'm scared. And like, I don't know what that is, but it's like, I don't, I could probably zone out and and because it doesn't hurt that bad, it'll be fine. But I gotta watch that needle go in, and it's just running my anxiety up the whole time. It's just like that'd be the worst part for me. So how does it work when the dentist is in your mouth? How do you see the needle go in? Then you can see them approaching you with that three inch long uh, needle, well, and it's just like. But you can't see it go in though. It just disappears in your mouth. Pause. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you can't see it. You can't see it. But I mean, you know, the vibes like you, you, you pay attention as much as you can or a person like me, you know, what I'm saying pays attention as much as you can, because that's just my personality. Like I have to be involved with it. And um, I haven't found my way around that. I tried to zone out, tried to pay attention to the TVs and stuff, but that doesn't work for me. So that's why I had to go. So like the the boutique. Uh, dental offices, those normally have like laughing gas and like alternatives to like they'll have like a topical uh, numbing solution first and then they'll do the, you know, they have little little benefits that kind of make your experience a lot softer mm-hmm. but you end up paying a lot more for that experience than if you go to you know, a, a cheaper dental office. My suggestion, if you're able, pay mm-hmm. for the laughing gas. It's top oh, yeah. on the okay. list. 
Okay. Top on the list is the laughing gas. Okay. Because <laughs> if you really, I guess for me, it kind of like uh, relaxes you a little. You still see what's going on. But for me, the laughing gas, it was just like, uh, it's not, it's not as like tense. Okay. I kind of want to do a segue now mm-hmm. to our next segment. Okay. Which is a dating and relationship moment. Okay. Yeah, I want to give advice for singles who are in quarantine. Okay. I know this is a stressful time for some of you. For some people, it may be freeing. But I know, like, we're still in a pandemic. So how you handle the situation is how you handle the situation. There's no right or wrong way to do a pandemic. But um, if you do have time and if you are mentally able, I would suggest just getting your mind right before dating. So what I mean by that is like, I'll name something I did with one of my friends. She started a week long relationship course. Hmm. And it's just, it was basically about like claiming what you want, what you need to work on for yourself before you invite someone else into your life. And it was a good realization and it was a good thing to actually go through a course and see what all your needs were as far as relationship goes. Wow. And as far as yourself, what you need to work on for yourself, because if you want qualities in someone else, well, do you have those qualities? Right. That actually made me want to delve deeper into learning about myself before I get into a relationship and kind of like claiming what I want. So I found this book. I just found a random book online, by the way. Okay. So it's called Calling in the One. It says seven weeks to attract the love of your life. So basically you do an activity basically every day for seven weeks and everything is, it seems to be geared around, well, being positive being a light yourself, and then letting love in. I guess one of one really good one was um, throughout the day you were supposed to think positively. And, you know, I was in the store being impatient. Some lady pulled out her purse. Like, I was like, I was ready to go. I was being impatient. But then I thought back to what I was learning. And, you know, I was like, well, let me not be anxious for no reason. I really don't have anywhere to go, truly. And I was like, look at this lady. She just doing her thing. That's somebody auntie. Like, just let her let her write her little check. You know, we don't I don't know what she going through. Or this could be her her me time going out in the store and grocery shopping. It's just a good way to help you, A, slow it down yourself, and also get a hold on what you really want in a relationship. That's good perspective, because I think we all need a a self-check and a reset button to kind of see where we are, check our temperature. So that's good. Is that available everywhere? Where'd you get the book? I got the book on Amazon. Okay. Shout out Amazon for the relationship uh, yeah, just keep a little journal, find, it don't have to be that book, it can be any little book, any relationship book, little self-help book, just do a little check-in with yourself, 
Yeah. And that's all it has to be. So if you had to if you had to give your your biggest key takeaway from that piece of it, because um, what it sounds like is make sure you have some sort of um, I don't know self self help or or like a something to check in with yourself to see if you're emotionally uh, intelligent enough before you get in a relationship. Is that would you say that's fair or what would be your biggest key takeaway from that? Uh, well, I'm still going through the book. <laughs> I took a few pauses, and that's okay. Yeah. My takeaway from both the book and the course, I guess what's helped me a lot is having a reference of what I want in a relationship. I think that's Just having huge. a reference to look back on. And yeah. also having affirmations... I have wrote some affirmations on my mirror to look back on as well. So I can have a reminder every day that, hey, like, I need to say these. These are what's going on. And, like, you know, I like, I love my little affirmations. I don't remember to say them every day. <laughs> but they are there for my reference so when you're I'm talking ready to like, say them. You're talking, like, self-affirmations, like... Like positive, yes, like positive affirmations. Builders, okay, yeah, that's big. I think that's big. That can translate into a lot of areas too. Like not just not just romantic relationships, but just how you interact in general. And I think you was now that I think about, it, I think you were saying that too about your interaction with the lady in the grocery store. But I wanted to go back to what you were saying about. Um, having a reference point for what to look at in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that that's important, like huge. And I think what's equally important is that we realize that our expectations are our own and we have to like, I think a lot of times what people do, um, myself included too, I had to check myself on this, is that we have expectations that we put on other people based on what we want or what we think things should be. And we don't necessarily communicate them. Right. And so I think a lot of people do this subconsciously where it's like, you know, if if a if a girl grew up a certain way and she expects the guy to hold the door and there's no conversation about this is the, this is what I like. You know, a lot of dudes are not holding doors and this is just an example, but a lot of dudes are not holding doors. And now she's mad because he didn't hold the door when, you know. These are the types of things that you can talk about in the beginning when you're starting to get to know somebody, you know, like instead of just going to well, we can't go to the movies no more. But instead of going to dinner in the movie and we just going just to be cute, we could be like, right. yo, I want to I want to pick your brain about like, what do you like? You know, what what are you into? That type of stuff. Um, but specifically from an expectation standpoint, though, because, you know, like like I said, a lot of us have expectations and sometimes we don't even realize that we have them. Until we're expressing, you know, we get to a, cer a certain point where we're frustrated and we're expressing things and then the other person has to slow us down and be like, wait, are you saying this? And you'd be like, yeah. And it'd be like, oh, well, when was you going to tell me that you wanted me to, you know what I'm saying? True. So I think that's a big thing when, when it comes down to that self-check thing is just like try to try to understand one's expectations. And then two, once we understand our expectations, communicate them to our partners. And then the third thing is, you know, not to be so hard on on people because I know for me, myself, it's like I had this vision of 
what I wanted a relationship to look like. So when you were saying that first part where you were like, you know, have have reference points to go back to. I was like, man, every relationship that I've been in, I kind of like took the good things from it and was like, okay, I like that. This is what I want. And then I took the bad things from it and was like, okay, this is what I don't want. But that created like this expectation and I wasn't all the way, I don't know, I, I wasn't all the way communicating that and I had to learn to kind of take a step back and be like, yo, have some convers- have more conversations and express these things so that it's known, right. you know what I'm saying? I guess in some situations, I think it's okay to compromise yeah. on your list or kind of tweak it a little bit to fit your relationship or how you and that person communicate. Right. But you still want to have that reference just so you know what you are not trying to tolerate. For sure. <laughs> in Yo, a relationship. For sure. for sure. What you know you can't deal with. Yeah. Because depending on what your personality is, too, like sometimes people, like generally nice people, are a little bit more, let's say, passive. And so they might end up dealing with more stuff than the aggressive person or the direct person. And it's like a a reference point is helpful for the nice person because if you don't want to cause no waves, no ripples in your relationship and you like, ah, I can, okay, I can, I can compromise on it. I can deal with that. Having that hard stop to be like, Hey, I can deal with that, but this is my line. I'm not dealing with that. And once we get to this point, I'm having a conversation, even if it's difficult. Right. So yeah, that's, that's, I, I agree with you that you need to have everyone needs to have those references for sure. Yeah, I just thought it would I just thought that would be a cute little thing since if you're single during quarantine, you have space to do something. Yeah. Unless you're if you have a little anxiety or if you're not mentally well during this time, I definitely understand like go at your own pace. Yeah. Like do what you can do, but I just thought it would be a cute time to just do that for yourself. You know, a lot yeah. of people don't have commutes anymore. So maybe, oh, yeah. you know, using a little bit of that commute time to just work on yourself. Yo, that's big. I think I think self-help during the quarantine, you couldn't have said it better. It's going to be one of the most important things because, number one, we got a lot of time. Like you said, we got a lot of time on our hands. We're not driving into work. And home from work and, you know, having just having more time in your own space in general, you can either go two ways, you know, you can either kind of fall off and, and, and the house is a mess and you off your game, you off your routines, or you can go the other way where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my self-help stuff. I'm working out. I'm reading more. I'm starting that business. I'm, you know, whatever, just pouring into yourself. And um, I think the I think that self help allotted time is a perfect way to do that. I guess to move into the next segment of the podcast, let me put you on where we talk about movie, podcasts, R and B, music, or books yep. that we like. So. Do you want to start it off? Yeah. Um, honestly, um, I got a couple joints from the music on the music side. Um, I know a lot of people probably 
because DJ Khaled is a, a marketing machine. I know a lot of people heard the new Drake and DJ Khaled songs, but um, yo, that pop star, that that that's a vibe right there. That thing go off. By Drake and DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah. So DJ Khaled uh dropped two songs with Drake. One of them is called Pop Star, where Drake is you know it's basically a Drake song, but DJ Khaled kind of put it together. And then um, there's another song called Grease, um, where, you know, again, it's another Drake song, but DJ Khaled put it together. But um, they both, you know, they both kind of, they both got some good energy, but that pop star, man, that's the that's the one. I think they came in at number one and number two when they got released or whatever, on wow. whatever charts that they be doing. I totally miss these songs. Yeah, check them out. They, uh, that pop star goes off. Well, what I wanted to bring up <laughs> is something that you know about. It's a TV show. Okay. Um, it is not new by any means. It came out, maybe it came out last year or early this year. Uh-huh. But you know it as Watchmen on HBO. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, man. That's, that's definitely so, a must watch. So, basically, I watched Watchmen as it was coming out on HBO. And then I told Jerry, I was like, hey, you need to watch Watchmen. He was like, all right, let's watch it. We sat there and watched the whole season all day. (laughs) And it's pretty good. It's starring Regina King, the old man. I think it's Louis Gossett. Okay. Or Lewis Gossett Jr. That's the old man. <laughs> I, I, I know who y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old. That's the strong old man in the show, and basically, uh, it's a play off of wait a comic, but it's a little. It's like maybe a continuation of the Watchmen movie. I think it happened after the Watchmen movie. I could be wrong. But probably the first five episodes, you like, what is this? I don't yeah. understand. What is this? Yeah. But then, like, after that, you start tying stuff in. You're like, oh, oh. And the last episode, you like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so um, definitely recommend that. Starring Regina King. And I think, I can't remember the man's name. <laughs> All right, J. King. His name is Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, that was a really good show. The only thing that kind of made me a little, I guess, uncomfortable was all of the, the phallic references in the show. It's like, why? Why is that a thing? I, I don't. I didn't understand that. Um, and that's probably because it was a thing in the comics. Okay, so my thing is like, why was that a thing in the comics? Like, I don't. I it, wanna. I, you know, comics. Ugh, yeah, I don't I guess. Know. I get you know. I that was a little that was a little different. Yeah, I feel like there are other comics like that too. Well, you know what? Truth be told, I really wasn't into comics all that much. Like I had cousins that were into it, so like I was around it, but I wasn't really reading comics like that when I was growing up. Same, I didn't, but I do quite enjoy 
movies and television shows based off comics. Yeah, because those storylines and like the just the the character development and just how everything ties together, it just be so deep and interesting. You'd be like, Damn. yeah, and it'd be based off a whole comic book world, and they got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, in there, and sometimes you can kind of predict what's happened because it already happened in the comics. Um, I was about to say the Marvel um, Marvel Universe or whatever was the best thing that happened to the last decade, really. And some change. They did the movies up. I I think I heard Marvel is getting X-Men back or something like that. I could be mistaken. Oh. Mis- mistaken, but I do love like the premise of X-Men. And okay. I can't see I can't wait to see like what they do to revamp it. Yeah, that's going to be nuts. Can't wait for that. So, do you want to move into our Black-owned business, Small Business Showcase? So, Bob's Small Business Showcase. Uh, so, that's where we're going to highlight um, local Black-owned businesses. Um, and, and when we say local, I'm saying local to the Atlanta area. We'll start off there. But, I mean, if we see a dope Black-owned business that, that's not local, but they've got a footprint... Um, we'll definitely shout them out. Um, I know I have one. If you have one, Nettie, I think you should you should definitely uh, put them out there. But uh, this one is this one is close to home. Um, I want to shout out Alturis Pressure Washing. Um, the folks at Alturis are are really professional. Um, they will get your house, your commercial property, your driveways, your walkways, cleaned up really nice. Um, They're really affordable. Uh, They're on time. They're dependable. They know their stuff. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I got my, I got my, um, my house pressure washed and I got my concrete done and they did a really good job. And, um, you know, if you about 30, about 40, about 50, um, house maintenance is one of those things that you want to, you know, tackle. You don't want to be the person in in your neighborhood and the HOA is writing you letters because your driveway is nasty or, you know, you got the green stuff on the side of your house. So hit up mm. the good folks at Alturis Pressure Washing and they'll get you right. Um, I think they have, matter of fact, I have their phone number as a matter of fact. And I'm going to shout them out because they deserve some business. Locally owned and operated in the Atlanta area, uh, they can be reached at 404 404- six two three three one three two and they do some really cool packaging um where um the guy that the guy that runs the business he'll he'll do like a a quote for you um where he'll do a flat fee like if you have a one-story house he'll he has a a certain price for that if you have a two-story house he has a certain price for that and then sometimes you know if you he'll throw the driveway in if it's a nice size or you know he'll work with you on the prices so Definitely. If you need your house cleaned up on the exterior, uh, call the folks at Alturis Pressure Washing. You can reach them at 404-623-3132. What you got, Nettie? Let's make this easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Clearly, and this person will probably get shouted out more than once, but Beats by KD on Instagram. Oh, yeah. She's a beast. Beats by K-T, B-A-T-S, B-Y-K-D, um, bomb makeup artist, 
And she does weddings, photo shoots, lots of stuff. Good people and a black-owned business. Yeah, she's fire. I, I second that. I've seen her work. Um, I actually follow her on Instagram, too. She's nice with it. So, J. King, do you have anything that you want to wrap up? Um, yeah, I just want to say um, with everything that's going on in the world, politically, environmentally, we got this pandemic happening. Um, you know, we, we about 30. <laughs> it, I, think, I think we all should just, you know, take a step back and look at things objectively. Um, please wear your mask um, as much as you can. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to protect yourself. But, you know, we have some humanity. You want to protect the people around you. We don't know who's going home to older folks or infants. And we don't want to spread this thing. Because the longer that we spread it, the longer that the economy is shut down, um, operating at a minimal capacity, and and the longer that um, that we got to stay in the house. So if y'all want outside to open back up, man, wear your mask, stay in the house, and and let's uh let's flatten that curve. That that's that's what I would say. I would say I actually second that. Wear your mask, please. Also, I want to remind everyone to. Follow about thirty on Instagram. Oh yeah. About about thirty on Facebook. And visit about thirty dot com. We're gonna start amping it up, putting some more articles, putting some more content on there, stuff you can use. Yeah. So um just make sure you follow us, especially on about thirty on Instagram and Facebook to get those updates. Yes, and I know I know y'all can see the uh, the graphic for the podcast, but about thirty is spelled B O U T T H I R T Y, and that's across all platforms. All right, so I'm your I'm your host Jay King, and I'm Nettie, and this has been the About Thirty Podcast. We'll see y'all next time.